further ado, let's bring in BYU's all-time leading scorer, Tyler Hawes. He's been playing professionally for a number of years now, but he's coming back to Salt Lake City to play in the TBT uh, next weekend. We've, there's actually been some games going on this weekend. Tyler, thanks again for joining us. How are you, sir? Doing great. How are you guys? Oh, we're doing fine. Fine Saturday afternoon. I guess my first question for you, Tyler, is why play in the basketball tournament this year? I know there's been rumors about you wanting to play in this in the past or not wanting to play, etc. What made you make this decision to play this year? Yeah, I think the tournament's growing. Uh, every year it gets a little bit bigger, and um, it's just a great opportunity to play some high-level summer ball. I mean, um, you look at the teams and and the history of this thing, it, it's it's a it's a big deal in the summertime, and and so um, you know TJ Fredette, Jimmer's brother, has reached out a few years, and and I wanted to give it a go this year, and and see how it goes, and I'm excited, look really looking forward to it. You mentioned some of the high level teams, Ty, that are playing in uh, in TBT this year, and we're actually watching uh, Loyalty Is Love and KBC right now as we record this interview, um, which is. Loyalties Love is one of those high-level teams, but you've got some pretty high-level players that you're going to be playing with on Team Fredette. Uh, guys that I know BYU fans will probably remember Darrington Hobson, for better or for worse, from New Mexico, and um, and uh, guys like uh, Jeff Ledbetter from uh, from Idaho, uh, last year's star Jordan Crawford, who played at Bowling Green. Have you gotten to know some of your teammates, and what do you kind of make of the roster of Team Fredette around you? Yeah, I think it's a great roster that they put together. Um, you know, I, I I really just know names. Um, I know I, I've seen these guys play before and, uh, you know, played against a couple of them, but never actually met them or, or talked with them. And so um, it will be kind of a unique challenge. Uh, I mean, th- these are high-level guys that have tons of experience playing around the world. Um um, but it, you know the, the challenge will be to come come together quickly and uh, make winning the most important thing, and um, try try and you know have have one goal in mind for everyone. Um, but really excited. I mean, all these guys know how to play ball, and um, you know I think a couple practices will be good. Well, well, and, and speaking of high level ball. What's it like getting to play for Dave Rose once again? Because he wasn't originally going to coach Team Fredette, uh, and then he suddenly wound up with a little bit of time on his hands this spring after retiring, so now he gets to coach you for another summer, and that's got to be really exciting for you, I'm sure, right? Yeah, you know, I think he has the itch to get back in the gym. Um, you know, this is this is the first spring and summer he hasn't been out on the recruiting trail or thinking about the next season, and so I think it's a – a cool opportunity for him to um, to get back on the basketball floor and and coach. And I never thought I'd get the opportunity to to be on the same floor as him again. And so it'll be a lot of fun just getting out there and competing with him. And um, you know, hopefully, he calls a few plays for me. <laughs> I would guess you being the leading scorer in BYU basketball history that his familiarity with your game probably will lead to a few more plays being called for you. But you mentioned the fact that you know names, you know reputations of these guys, but you haven't gone on the court with them. How much uh, organization or how much um, 
uh, direction do you expect Coach Rose to provide you guys with going into this? Um, I think it'll be just um, some basic structure and uh, basic framework to, to work from. I mean, these are some really talented guys we're playing with, some guys that could really shoot the ball and um, score in different ways. And so um, I think there will be a heavy emphasis on on running and playing playing fast, moving the, getting the ball up the floor. Um, but Coach Rose is all about just playing with uh, aggressiveness and playing on attack. And so I don't expect anything less of that. Um, just sharing the ball and and playing on attack, playing up tempo, and um, you know if you have a good shot, shoot it. That, that was that was Coach Rose's philosophy. My time at BYU was just we, we got to find a good shot, and um, you know that will be a challenge uh, with with guys flying in just the night before, a couple days before. Is is you know if we're gonna come together and win a couple of games, we, we got to make, you know, sharing the ball a high priority and just getting good shots a high priority. And so I think that'll be his focus. Obviously the focus is is right there on, on gelling and coming together as a team, trying to make a run at the uh, $2 million winner-take-all grand prize in TBT. Um, there's also some prize money being dished out for wins and for regional wins and that kind of thing. Um, you, you guys are taking that one game at a time, we know, so we won't ask you to prognosticate too much more on TBT, Ty. But a lot of BYU fans I know, they're, they're interested in what you've been up to the last couple of years because I know you've been over in Europe playing ball for a while. You just barely completed a season with Huesca in Spain. So how, how has your game kind of evolved? How are you different as a basketball player over the last couple of years of, of being a professional and, and honing that craft as opposed to, to when you graduated from BYU? Yeah, it's been quite the adventure for sure. Um, I've played two years in Spain, a year in Poland, um, and then spent some time in Canada and Italy. And so I've kind of been all over the place. And yeah, I've had to, I've had to grow my game. I've had to evaluate weaknesses and um, find ways to to get better. Uh, the European game is very different than than the game here um but i feel like um i feel like i'm a better scorer than i than i was when when i left byu um obviously a big emphasis on my game has been extending my range like i i'm so comfortable in the mid-range stuff pull-up game um so I, i've had a heavy emphasis on expanding my game and being a threat from um, from the three and beyond three, um, but then being a little bit more comfortable with the ball and ball screen situations and making good decisions with passing and knowing knowing the right time to you know push it a little bit more and get a shot uh, as opposed to you know continuing to get into the offense or find a find a guy in the corner for a three or a little dump off pass to the big um just little details of the game um with more with with the ball more in my hands um you know because i i i feel like i'm so comfortable coming off ball screens and finding ways to create space and get open coming coming off a down screen or a simple pin down action um so just 
every year you just you look for ways to to get better and you know hone in on those fine details. Yeah, Tyler, you were a guy, anybody that watched BYU basketball during your time there does remember you being just stellar in the mid-range game, coming off those ball screens and shooting from anywhere between 15 and 18 feet, it felt like, was money for you. You said you've made an emphasis on expanding your game. Is that just kind of you seeing where basketball is going, where the emphasis is on either shooting the three or getting to the rim and trying to adapt to that style in your own game? For sure. There, there's a little bit of that, but I think, um, you know, some of my best games at BYU were when I could, I could knock down, you know, two, at least two to three three-pointers and get a guy to, to chase out on me to the three-point line. And then, you know, tons of stuff opens up from that. You got a pump fake. You can, you know, use people's aggressiveness against, uh, against them. Um, you know, you're just you're looking for ways to to get better and, and grow your game. And um, you know, I've 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 tried to be a be a threat in in scoring many different ways. Not just not just a mid range, but trying to get a few buckets in transition, trying to get to the foul line a couple of times a half. Um, you know, ball screen situations, but just trying to be a threat from from a few different. A few different things has has helped me be a good scorer. Ty Coach Rose was telling us the other day that uh, he's he's looking forward to just one of these practices because he's going to put you out on the court one on one against uh, his assistant coach, a guy named Jimmer. You might have heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I may have. Are you, are you ready to take on uh, Jimmer Fredette, your old teammate? <laughs> Come on, yeah, let's go. Roll the ball out there. Let's do it. I think BYU fans actually pay some money to see that one go down. Uh, Tyler Hawes joining us here on the Zone Sports Network. Uh, Ty, when it comes to this tournament, this basketball tournament, you've been playing overseas. Has there been? Uh, has there been? Has this? Re- I guess the easiest way to say it is: Has this tournament resonated overseas, or do you still feel like this is something that is still growing just here in the United States, and maybe one day will expand out to the international game as well? I mean, you you hear about it from from guys over there. Um, there's there's been a number of guys that I've played with that, you know, they every year they they find a team to play on in the summertime, and and I think guys are just they're looking for ways to stay sharp um, heading into their season, looking for ways to get just get out there and compete and play against some good players, and and so it. This thing, it, this tournament definitely is is growing, and I mean, it obviously gets a lot of attention every year. And so, um, you know, that would be cool if it expanded internationally, but uh, we'll see. Okay, I got to ask you. You said you've been playing overseas. You've been to Italy. You've been to Spain, Poland, Canada. Where's been the most scenic and your favorite place that they've taken your wife and your young family so far? Oh man, yeah. Every every experience has been different and and awesome at the same time. I mean, I think we we've loved Spain. Both of our years in Spain were really really cool. We uh, we spent a year in Santiago de Compostela in right above Portugal in Spain. There's tons of history there. Um, you know, there's a there's a pilgrimage that people take. 
um, that ends in Santiago at this cathedral right in the center of center of the town. And so people from all you'd see people from all over the world coming there. Um, so I mean that was cool. This last year we were in um, small town in the northeastern part, right on the border of France by the Pyrenees Mountains. Um, just really really beautiful spots and. You know, you don't have a ton of time off, but there, there's some weekends, like after a game, you might get one or two days off. And so, you know, we we tried to take every opportunity to, to drive, you know, one, two, three hours to, to different cities. And, you know, there's, there's so many cool spots to see. Um, but we loved our time in Poland as well. I mean, saw some really cool spots. We had... Um, you know, there was a there was a Marriott in in Warsaw. It was a few hours from the city we we lived in, so we we spent a lot of time down at that that Marriott and touring Warsaw and and obviously all the history that um, in that in that country and just some some really cool things off the court. We feel like it's been the best thing for our our little Haas clan and um, met some amazing people. You find that there's there's really, really good people everywhere. And, you know, there's been people that have taken us under their wing and been, been very kind to us. And so lots of good memories for sure. We'll get you out here on this one, Ty, uh, the hard hitting journalistic questions, because I know that, uh, I know you, you spoke to Gallic from serving your uh, church mission over in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Um, and you probably picked up a little bit of Polish maybe from your year in Poland, but you've been in Spain mm-hmm. so long. How's your Spanish? And maybe more importantly, have you learned any Basque or uh, Galician? From your <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny you ask that because, like, there, we would run into some people that would be speaking Galician or, or Basque, and and they'd switch back and forth between Spanish and, and <laughs> it really – really made things confusing in in little stores and grocery stores and you know you're trying to learn and pick up as much as you can and when people start switching switching languages it's like oh man what what am i doing but we had i mean it, it led to a lot of good laughs like lots of people would just look at us like what like we're crazy americans and what are we doing in their in their cities but um, my wife and I, you know, at least a couple of times a day would just look at each other like, well, what's going on? But we, I mean, we, we don't speak fluent Spanish by any means, but we, we learned enough to get by and, um, could communicate a little bit. Awesome. Well, that's good. That's yeah. Good. Tyler, best of luck. We're going to be watching it in the TBT coming up this coming weekend at the Maverick Center out there in West Valley City. Excited to see what you and Coach Rose can dial up and maybe throw back the clock a little bit in terms of your guys' time at BYU together, et cetera. All right? All right. Thanks so much for having me on, guys. Appreciate it. No, thanks, Tyler. Appreciate it, man. Absolutely. There you go. Tyler Hawes, former BYU star.